The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. And welcome to a brand new episode of the panel discussion. You're on for comic book and pop culture talk every single week, right here on the network at bicpp-radio.com. My name is Matt Johnson, one of your hosts, and alongside with me, as always, Schmitty is here, uh, living life graciously. It's been a great week. I've had a solid. It's been week. a great day. Yeah. Uh, you know, kids are back in school. Um, uh, I've been listening to uh, Freedom from uh, Django. Unchained soundtrack, <laughs> and it re- it resonates with me. Not not you can feel not, it in your soul. Oh yeah, not not like saying that my children have the shackles of slavery. No, by no means am I making that no. comparison. No, I would hope not. No, God no. <laughs> but, but but I feel great. I, I like I went for a jog at like two o'clock today. It was awesome. Good. Like right in the middle of the day. Beautiful day. Good stuff. Um, yeah, it was nice stuff. I'm happy to hear that. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I've been having a pretty good week too. Good week. Work's yeah. been. Uh, you know, weird schedule stuff and like, but it's weird. The less sleep I've been getting, the the less sleep I've been getting, the better I've been feeling in the morning. Does that make I, sense? No, not at all. Right. That, that's the more that's sleep poppycock. I get, the worse I feel when I wake up. How much? Like, how much is too much sleep? Seven, six to seven hours. That's too much. I feel worse getting six to seven hours. I stayed up late Sunday. Okay. For Sunday night football, I got home at midnight. I had to wake up at five for work, okay. and I felt the best I felt. See, but then it could be the catch-up system. What you mean? Like, oh, uh, like me. if I get like a short night's sleep, that day it doesn't bother me. But the next day, I'm fucked. I was fine yesterday too. I went to bed probably like I mean I got about six, uh, maybe seven, eight is more accurate as far as what's too much. But I got about six. I was getting you know nervous. Six but... is six is my bread and butter. Yeah, like six, I get six hours. I'm I'm okay. I mean, I still need energy drinks, and I still need some caffeine uh, to get me through the day. But six, I'm good. Like, I, I took a little nap today, which was great, too. Like That, that always helps. Yeah. Oh, midday naps? Yeah. It's great. Next week, it's weird, because we're doing, like, this... Uh, it's not, like, a swing shift in the traditional sense, but I'm doing, like, six to two, and then the, the week, I go on and off with you in a nine to five. Okay. Yeah. So, which I'm actually looking forward to. It does throw off some of my podcasting stuff, yeah. but... You'll survive. You'll, you'll I'll be all right. Out. But the, the the plus is that I can stay up later and I can sleep in more. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I feel it, I'll be actually happy to go into work. Very nice. Very I, nice. I, yeah. I so yeah, it's been good. Like I, I I've had that. Um, you know, football season started. Oh, it was wonderful. That was that was kind of did a little shit nice. here, and yeah. it was uh we had a fun time. I love it. Felt good. I was literally here from eight a.m. to about eleven eleven thirty nice. on, on Sunday. Nice night, and I just just in the opposite. Like like I I watched the first half of the Bills game. And I'm like, they're playing like shit. It's not even entertaining. <laughs> I'm gonna go for a run. Yeah. So I went for a run. I normally do three miles, and I jog by this one bar, and I'm I'm, I'm jogging up. I'm like, I feel good. I feel good. I feel great. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna look at the fucking television. If the Bills are winning, I'll do three. If they're losing, I'll do five. Okay. And they were fucking losing. 
So I'm like, God, fuck, five it is. <laughs> but it's like I'd rather do that than like watch the game, waste the day watching the game, and then they lose. So it's like a double double whammy. You're loss. a better man than I. Yeah. So uh, and then it was great because I got home and then it started raining. So I missed the rain. Oh. Yeah. It was great. Timing's yeah, great. I even had my, my phone in a Ziploc baggie just in case. But I was good. It was good stuff. Good man. Yeah. Good man. Yeah. Uh, comic book news. We had a lot of stuff to talk about this. Comic, yeah. well, comic book pop culture talk. Yeah. Uh, quite a bit of stuff. I think the biggest thing that was released, uh, Hawkeye trailer dropped on Monday. Mm, yes. Not what I was expecting. It was cool. Yeah. The Christmas theme. I got, like, Lethal Weapon vibes. Yeah, like, Lethal uh, Weapon Die Hard yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Those action movies of the mid to late 80s, early 90s, like, just fun and fancy free, just violence for the sake of violence, um, but with heart. like For sure. I, I, for one, I got to say that I'm just happy that Hawkeye is getting his own show. I, I love Hawkeye's I love, been the most disrespected, I think one of the most disrespected well, movie I mean, character. I disrespected. Right. No, here, let me rephrase it. But I don't even say underutilized. Like, no, he, has he, he is what he is. Like, what are you going to do with him? <sighs> like, I, I view the, he was better, the, the, he was better the, 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 the fucking, um, the monologue he had in Age of Ultron summed him up perfectly. And the fact that they hit on that, I was like, I don't even like this movie, but <laughs> that made that movie for me. Right. Like, I'm a guy with a bow. I don't belong to here. Like, what am I doing? <laughs> Like what? I shouldn't be here, but I'm here, right? And I'm I'm doing my best. Like that was awesome. The you know I, I I'm happy he's getting his own show as well. I think um, I think just Jeremy Renner is that talented. You know, uh, he's kind of like your everyman though. He's like a poor Matt Damon. Oof! Like he's a good actor. Don't get me wrong, <laughs> but like you know what I mean. Like he's just I, I know I made the the born connection there. Yeah, like the born legacy was garbage. That Mission Impossible. Yeah, like yeah. he's he's there. He's great. I feel he, like he deserves. Yeah. I think he's put in enough work over the last ten years. Where he does def- deserves his own show. Let me ask you this: If it was a movie, would you go see it? Yes, I would too. I but- like Hawkeye that much. Where I would, I've been hoping. I was even hoping that you know he'd have some kind of secondary character like cameos in some of the spinoff movies. Yeah. You know, some of the, the, the solo ones. I was really hoping for that. And... I'm glad they're going with a story that, like, takes place in present day instead of doing, like, a prequel. I feel like Black Widow really was not good in that regard that they went prequel route. Obviously, you had to because you killed her off. But, yeah. Spoilers. But, yeah, I mean, like, right. yeah. like Hawkeye was... I'm glad they're doing, like, uh, a story that takes place in the present day of their timeline. Right. And I love Haley Seinfeld. I think she's great. I've loved her since True Grit. With Jeff Bridges and and Matt Damon, surprisingly enough, and Josh Brolin, um, but she's a fantastic actress. Uh, everything I've seen her in, I even like her music. Like she's sometimes I'm running and I, I throw on some of her music and pumps me up, ready to go. I can't wait. Like she's great in the trailer, um, and it went in a way that I didn't expect. Like her kind of like, oh, there was this guy named Ronan, but now he's not around anymore. Right. So I'll be Ronan. Oh wait, Hawkeye was Ronan. Hey. I, I, like, I love Hawkeye. The only thing that was a little concerning to me, like, I got the vibe that, like, Hawkeye's wife left him. You feel that? I, like, I, like, he's like, I got the kids this weekend. Oh. Which, if oh, that's the no. case, if that's the case, like, I mean, I get it. Because, like, he went off the deep end. And that's a hard thing to come back from. But, like, if that's the case, like, what a kick together. in the dick. I didn't even put that together. Like, he went through that whole, like... 
to bring arc, them back. Bring, and yeah, yeah. If that if that is the case, she, I, I could wait, have read into on. it. She oh, could have died. Died. She could have she been killed by yeah. the 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 enemies. And I think that's yeah. That's where I want to go with. Um, that's where I think. If, Hawkeye's a family man. I think he, you know, despite his avenging, he's always been family first. And I mean, it could be one of those things like where it's the overlaying arc. Like maybe she, they're separating, finding each other, finding themselves, and then coming back. And then like he he hands the mantle off. He finally phys- like he retires. Like he's retired in the past. Like he's like, no, honey, I'm done. Oh wait, I'm back. <laughs> oh no, honey, I'm done. Oh wait, I'm back. Right. Like he he's teased retirement a few times, and yeah. maybe she's like, I'm done. Like, you said you were done. And you're not. And I'm done. Mm. So maybe that could be the overarching story of the show where he's finally, like, giving the mantle to Kate Bishop. And then to he redeems himself. Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, that could be the story arc. It could be. Um, I mean, I hope they don't. Well, it doesn't matter if they kill him off. At yeah. This is definitely the end for him. Uh, there's no doubt about yeah, it. Yeah, well, he's but... taking the Steve Rogers approach. He's going to yeah. retire. And, yeah. yeah. Which, you know, I, I like. Like I said, a fitting end for Hawkeye, who's been... Uh, the red-headed stepchild of the Avengers. Oh, big time, yeah. Uh, you know, to sort of speak, like, it's 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 crazy. You know, you, like Hulk, Thor, Cap, Iron Man, uh, you know, Black Widow have all had their, like, dude, like, diligence, their movies, their, their, their big moments. Hawkeye's biggest moments, you know, came from, uh, you know, I mean, he had a couple cool ones, but he never had, like, these. He never I feel had like his, his time to shine. I feel like his big moment was Ultron, Age of Ultron, right. that, that, that speech of... Empowering Scarlet Witch, yeah. giving her the confidence to, to go and be a hero. Yes, exactly. I, I feel guess. like I feel like that whole movie was. I mean, you met his family, you saw his backstory a little bit. That's true. Like yeah. I feel like that was his movie, kind of like the Hulk. Like Hulk, he shines in other people's movies. Hulk, Hawkeye was the same, but it's nice to see him finally get his own uh, comeuppance, his own spotlight. Uh, I'm I'm pumped for it though. Like, no, it's, it, I hope it, there's some Home Alone hijinks, like Kevin I, McAllister style. I hope so too. Like, yeah, it was it was really cool. Yeah, he's running around in a suit, and there's somebody shooting at him and stuff. And I like we're gonna get this very, very it's gonna be a very gritty underworld like mm-hmm. film. Which uh, or, or, or which uh, Vincent D'Onofrio is pretty much all but confirmed to reprise the Kingpin role in this show. Mm. Uh, he's been interviewed. Wait, uh, in this show? Yes, in Hawkeye. Oh, I did not know that. Yes. So, like, he's he, he hasn't been officially confirmed, but there's been some interviews, and he's got, he's on record saying soft reboot, huh. where he's going to be reprising that role, which he was an amazing Kingpin. That makes me moist. Yeah. I'm... The Kingspin, or King, Kingpin, I almost said Kingsman, Kingspin. Uh... King Min. King Pin. There yes. we go. Okay. King Pin. Yes. Vincent D'Onofrio. You, you were nearly Munson right now. I was. <laughs> that Vincent D'Onofrio. He's one of those guys who you can't, like, re- replace. No, he's well, awesome. You can't replace it. He, I think he earned it. I mean, I'll never forget waking up in Disney. We were leaving that morning when Daredevil dropped. And I'm watching the show, waiting for everybody to wake up and pack up so we can start driving home. And uh, I think the last episode that I watched was before we started leaving and it was him smashing the dude's head in the Oh in the yeah, that scene's awesome. So Yeah. That that I mean I love I mean Daredevil's always had a soft spot in my heart. Oh like, yeah. One of my favorite superheroes. So that I show that was great. Show. I miss that show And so much. I, I just hope they do this soft reboot reboot with a lot of those characters because a lot of those characters were so well done. Like even Electra I thought was great. Yeah. Uh obviously Charlie Cox's Daredevil was great. Um uh you know um his 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 buddy uh, Nelson, no, you know, 
he was great. Yeah, Foggy yeah, Nelson Foggy Nelson was great. Foggy Nelson was really um, well portrayed. So I, I just I hope they uh, even Josh Brent Benthrall as Punisher was awesome. Like I wouldn't I mind if they you. brought back all those Netflix series. Even even fucking even Iron, Iron Fist. Fist. Like I wouldn't hate it. I am Kung. <laughs> I wouldn't hate it. <laughs> I am Danny Rant, yeah. the Iron Fist yeah. from Kung Lao. Uh, no, Kung John Burton. Yeah. Kung Lao, yeah. Uh, yeah j- Speaking of Kung Lao, did you hear that? We're getting a whole fucking Mortal Kombat cinematic universe. I know you weren't a big fan of the new movie. Fucking hated it. Oh, uh, but. I'm out. No, come on, man. No. No, no. R rated Mortal Kombat. Like, no. We get, we get some spinoffs, some. World building, some sequels, prequels. I'm, I'm, I'm game. I'm game. I'm game for it. It's going to be awesome. Okay. <laughs> no, it could be cool. I mean, honestly, there's a lot of good characters in there that yeah. you can explore and give a deeper. Striker needs his own it. movie. Oh, de- okay. Now we're talking. <laughs> now you've got me hooked. Now you've got me hooked. The other thing is they already killed off Cabal, so that's a bummer. Uh, yeah, but they can go back in time. They can go Black yeah. Widow it. Prequels, you know, yeah. sequels. You know, maybe why is this maybe we'll get goofy-looking a... guy have a mask and, yeah. and all that stuff? Yeah. yeah. We'll figure it out. I talked to other people this weekend who didn't like it. I talked to other people who didn't I mean, like I, gu- I guess your point of view. I'm glad that you respect my point of view. Yeah, I know. I, I understand why people could not like it. Hate it. Every fiber of my being. <laughs> like, I mean, they, they, yeah, we talked about it. Jabda Goro, uh, Kung Lao was uh, fucking... It was trash. Yeah. I mean, I get it. I get it. But yeah, let's not rehash all that. We won't rehash all that episode. I, I, I just peel, want to, you know, peel open old wounds. Yeah, but no, hurts. they could, they could just like, eh, they could bring justice with sequels, prequels, spinoffs, all the shebang. Yeah, they could make it work. Yeah. They could turn the series around. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so that happened. Um. Matrix. Yeah, people hated the trailer. What? Oh, uh, you're not on social media. No, I don't do any of that shenanigans. What? Really? People. Said that trailer looked like shit, and they were very disappointed with the Matrix Four trailer. Did did they watch Matrix Reloaded and Matrix Revolutions? They were disappointed with the knockoff um, Morpheus. Oh come on, no! I mean, they'll explain it. Well, it's actually Dude, Lawrence Fishburne looks like he can't fucking fit into a t-shirt. <laughs> he looks like a goddamn squeezed sausage patty. Like the man up. is. They actually killed him off. Lo- there was some some thing that was considered canon that was released. Years ago, and it killed him off. It was official. Um, so I'm not sure what this. Uh, they also killed Neo and Trinity. They're back. Just a younger incarnation of fucking Morpheus. Like Lawrence Fishburne looks like a guy who would go into a room, sit down, and just immediately start sweating. <laughs> like, like no joke. <laughs> he he looks like that guy. Like, I've seen him, at, like, when he was in Apocalypse Now. He was a thin, young guy, but he was always sweating. And I get it, because he's in the fucking jungle. But now, he looks like he would go into a room that was well air-conditioned no, and well-ventilated, well. and he would just sit down and start sweating. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't look good. I mean, no disrespect to the man. He's a fine actor. But... Like you can't like can you see he'd be like Steven Seagal doing kung fu. Maybe he had too many. What, what I'm going to do now? I'm going to go and. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, you don't believe that? <laughs> <laughs> do you want the blue <laughs> pill? <laughs> the red pill? <laughs> like he doesn't look good. 
Like, it's okay that you recast him. The guy they recast him was a fantastic actor. What if they... <laughs> I mean, he was awesome in, in Watchmen. As... What if they just all CGI'd his action scenes? That would be The Matrix Reloaded. <laughs> like, the, the, that movie sucks. You watch it, like, I can't even get over how bad the visuals are in that movie. Why is there a fucking eight-minute rave scene where people are just doing the wave while they're fucking... They're going to get wiped out by the goddamn machines. Why are they having a rave? Why are they raving? About what? What are they raving about? It's fucking preposterous. <laughs> I saw that the day of my prom, and it put a damper on the whole day. I was like, I'm going into that day like, I'm going to get fucked tonight. I'm going to lose my virginity tonight. And that movie ruined my day. It fucking ruined my day. I didn't even get laid that night because that movie <laughs> put such a sour fucking taste in my mouth. It was awful. I didn't even want to have sex that <laughs> night because that movie pissed me off so bad. It was terrible. The Matrix, like, just watch the first one. Don't even fucking talk to me about Matrix Reloaded, Matrix Revolutions, or the fucking Animatrix. Doesn't matter. <laughs> None of that shit fucking matters. Just watch the first one. That's it. Neo's the savior. Okay, we're done. Bookend chapter. You know, you what? tell me a movie that made you unexcited to have sex for not only one, like the first time in your existence, <laughs> you're gonna get fucked. And this movie says, "Eh, I don't wanna." <laughs> you name a movie that took that much wind out of your sails. Uh, I, you, know, you can't, I you can't. can't. No. Not even Fantastic no. Four did that. No, to me. no movie. Like I, I've seen so many bad movies. Like, yeah, I could still fuck tonight. <laughs> I can still have sex. I'm still ready to go. That movie completely ruined the idea of having coitus. <laughs> it made me unmoist. It made my dick go up inside me. It was terrible. Ruined my whole prom night. Not even Def Leppard pour some sugar on me could bring me out of that funk. <laughs> They, they play, tried to they tell me to love prom. me like a bond, and I couldn't do it. They played that at your prom, too? Oh, they told that. How could they not? And we all did the jerk-off motion, because we thought that song was about cum shots at the time. <laughs> Something's never changed. <laughs> and they shouldn't. <laughs> love me like a bond, baby. Come on, get it on. Oh. woo but the Matrix Reloaded will not make you love like a Bond, nor will it give you the ability to get it on. <laughs> All right. Well, so are you, I take it you're excited for Matrix 4? It looked like they were actually practical effects. <laughs> it didn't look like goddamn hogwash fucking video game shit. It actually looked decent. And I'm okay with, like, I'm okay with John Wick being in the Matrix. I'm okay with, like, the whole deja vu, like, do we yeah. know each other? Right. Like, it looks interesting. It has me intrigued. Will it be great? Probably not, judging by the Wachowski's track record. I know it's only the one Wachowski yes. that's doing it, but still, like, I've given them so many fucking chances. Like, Speed Racer, garbage. Fucking Cloud Atlas, garbage. Jupiter Ascending, I wanted to like that movie so much. It's fucking garbage. I could not wait for that movie to be released so oh. I could stop seeing trailers for it. Dude, like... I really was excited for that. I'm like, all right, Mila Kunis, Channing Tatum, Tatum. Channing Tatum. Fucking, yeah, it was bad. It was so bad. It wanted to be like a hundred different things. It's just garbage. Not just a fan. garbage. Not yeah, a fan. Um, oh god, my face hurts. Oh, uh, <laughs> holy shit. 
uh, we got a couple video game announcements. Knights of the Old Republic getting old rehash, huh? Yeah, PS5 yeah. exclusive, yes, yes. which is, uh, I've never played Knights of the Old Republic. I I've played it back it. in the year of 2003 when it was officially released. Same year of my prom. Now that video game got me ready for coitus. <laughs> I played it. <laughs> Darth Malak, Darth Nihilus, Darth Revan. I was ready to go. I'm excited. That's how you that. prep for coitus is you play Knights of the Old Republic. Not Knights of the Old Republic 2. That was not a good game. Not not number two? No. No, that's Not so great. That's I had it for sad. the original Xbox. I loved it. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's it's good. It's funny that that was like an Xbox exclusive back in the day if I'm if I remember correctly. It was. Yeah, yeah I never I mean if yeah. I had a if I had an X, I had a PS2 as a PlayStation guy, so I never got to try it. So along with a handful of other ones, but now they are released re, you know, putting a lot of those games on the PS2 now. Yeah. Jedi Academy, yeah. uh you know, some of those uh Pod Racer, you know, all that stuff is is up and available. So I am excited to play that, you know. It's uh it's, it's one thing like regards, Lu- one Lucas of the games. games were really good. I mean, as far as gameplay, oh yeah, they were great games. Uh, it's unfortunate that the, the company no longer produces video games anymore, but it's nice they that they're rehashing um, old games, bringing them back. I'm curious to see if they, you know, spruce it up with new levels. Um, yeah, they I hope they do. Uh, I mean, the, the cool thing is, since they're bringing it back, obviously we're probably going to get some merchandise for this property, I Some would think. Black Series type figures. Not either. I mean, they've released Revan a few times, both Dark and Light Side. Okay. But, I mean, um, Darth Malak would be cool. Darth uh, Nihilus would be cool. Oh, wait, they did do a Darth Nihilus, if I remember. Yeah, that was GameStop exclusive. So I'm sure we'll get some other characters. Funko Pops, probably, right? Uh, or do they have yeah, done... I, I would think oh, so. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, that should be uh, that should be good. I'm excited for that. Um Again, I never played a big Star Wars game fan, so when when they're good, they're good. Yeah. And from what I've known for the last 19, 18 years is Knights of the Old Republic is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, we got two Marvel video game announcements. Oh, yeah. Uh, Wolverine, they said that it's going to be like, it's going to have some uh, some brutality and some It's going to be very to violent. Yeah. Uh, I think they're going to, they're, I mean, they're obviously going for the... Uh, Spider-Man route. They see how yeah. good the first, the yeah. Spider-Man game definitely, was. In, to, in my opinion, the greatest Spider-Man game ever. Now, I'm game for Wolverine if first couple levels are fucking Alpha Squad, Alpha Flight, Sorry. Alpha Flight. I could, yeah, with Puck. I have a feeling they're gonna go away from that, but <sighs> I would love that though. I would like it just like for a different, like a different feel. Like start with the hokey. Like, don't go fucking badass right off the bat. You right. know what I mean? Go with the hokey, like he's finding himself. Then maybe go to the X Men. Like then go be... flashback to Weapon X. Like, yeah, I, I would like a, not not like a full tone of just violence for violence' sake. Like, go through a, a, a gambit, like a spectrum of the character. Okay, I see what you're saying. I know. I mean, the way like that how badass would it be if the first level first level was you fighting the Hulk? That'd be really cool. Actually, I would be very appreciative yeah, of that. That'd be awesome. They probably won't, but but yeah, yeah. It, no, I, I would. The way that did you play the Spider-Man game? I have not. I'm not a big gamer. Like I'm, I'm, I'm not like I didn't have a video game until I was like a console system until I was in high school. If if I downloaded it, yeah, on my PS, re-downloaded on my PS4 and let you borrow it, would you play it? Yeah. Okay. You have a PS4 coming your way next week. All right. Cool beans. So it's a good time. You can play the Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, too. Have fun with that. Which one's the Fallen Order? Is that the uh, one with Cal Kestis? Yes. Oh, cool. So I'll leave you that. Nice. Um, Yeah. 
No, I'll I'll bring that by and have it all set. And yeah, you can you can play those. But uh, it's amazing. You're yeah. gonna love the Spider-Man one. The the fluidity of the swinging and the fighting combat. It's a very good game. Nice, very nice. good game. But yeah, on top of that, they did announce Spider-Man two. Nice, yeah. Which uh, we're getting and Venom is supposed to be in, in the game, game, right? They did tease Venom at nice. the end of the first Spider-Man game, the post, okay. the credit scene. And yeah, the video games have credit scenes now too. Uh, but yeah, we're getting Spider Man two. It's supposed to be Miles Morales and Peter Parker. I think like a team up. Cool. That's what it appears to be. And uh, and yeah, I'm I'm elated. Nice. I'm elated for that. So, uh, what is this? Midnight Suns. Ooh. Oh wait, hold on. I, I gotta figure out what the heck this is. I keep Midnight Suns. Um, what the heck is this? Is this a video game? It's a generic. Oh, it's a generic Avengers strategy game, but okay, yeah, it's, it's probably nice. like an iPhone app. Oh, okay, with like Blade actually, the graphics are kind of cool looking. Blade, Ghost Rider, Moon Knight. No, hold on, two K, which makes you know basketball. They make the wrestling games. Uh, no, this is a legitimate game. Okay, really? I did not see the trailer for it. March twenty twenty two, coming out for P- PC, PS four, PS five, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, and even the Nintendo Switch. Uh, the cover photo or the cover like image, it's like Blade, Ghost Rider, Wolverine, and is that Iron Man or War Machine? It looks more like Iron Man, and there's somebody else. I is, it, is it? It might be the Punisher as War Machine, possibly, because he's normally with the Midnight Suns. Is it? Uh, I wonder if this is like an expansion off their Avengers game. I think it might be. Okay, which isn't done very well for itself. Oh, this is very cool looking. Okay. I can get behind this. A little Doctor Strange in there. Okay, I'm here for it. Speaking of Doctor Strange, um, I did see where it seems more and more likely that Wanda is going to be the big bad of uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Um, I did see an article where they were talking about, um, you know, Doctor Strange's relationship with Wanda Maximoff for the upcoming movie. And it from from what I got, it really sounds very similar to like the Phoenix, the Dark Phoenix, almost as if like okay, Which... this is someone we know, we trust, but their their power is getting too great to the point where we have to take them down for the greater good of humanity. Right. Which that was the House of M storyline. Yes, that was that was a major part of the House of M. Is you know See, they I've... loved Wanda. Yes, she was a friend and ally. Yes. but I mean, one, she's learning her her power. She can't control them. Yes. Um. Yeah, they're, this is a very cool. This is a very unique angle, making a hero a villain. I like we it because we haven't done that yet. They, in the they, MCU. they said, um, like, they described Scarlet Witch as uh, Wanda's action will force Steven and the Sorcerer of Camartage to intervene and an attempt to subdue her. Um, and they've said that her powers will be far too much for any one person to handle. And uh, they're stopping her because the multiverse. Um, and the consequences that her actions will take against the multiverse will kind of factor into their decisions on how they handle her. Now, I'm wondering if it's going to start with her as the bad, and then maybe they team up against, uh, I don't know, maybe a Mephisto? No. <laughs> oh, don't even. Oh. Uh, but maybe some bigger bad. Maybe Dormammu again. Um, well, Baron Mordo is supposed to be in this movie. Yes, I'm I mean, looking at the IMDb. Yeah, yeah. He is supposed to be re- replayed. Um, let's see. 
Loki, I think we've already talked about him being in it. Tom yep. Middleton's announced yep. for it. Uh, Sam Raimi's directing it. Bruce Which Campbell. Awesome. Do, do, we, do we talk about that? Bruce Campbell's in this movie. Yeah, he might have like a little cameo because he's in all Big Sam, Sam Raimi, Raimi guy. Stuff. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Uh, but that'd be awesome if he was like the real Mysterio. Oh, uh, they did one of those? Oh, that would be pretty sweet. I would Because he was rumored to play Mysterio in the... Uh, pardon me, the Spider-Man 4 with Tobey Maguire. That is true. You did. We did talk about and, that. And uh, yeah, that would be cool. That would definitely be re- pretty, pretty damn cool. Mm, I'm if, yeah. I'm very. This is probably. I mean, I'm. Excited I just for sent everything. you the. I just sent you the article that I was just reading. Okay. So. I, I mean, I'm excited for all Marvel films, but I, I when this got announced and I I knew that Scar that Elizabeth Olsen, uh, <laughs> who's uh, who is gonna be second to I haven't seen it. it hasn't come through yet. There it is. Uh, oh, you piece of shit. <laughs> I'm going to politely ask you to go fuck yourself. <laughs> Got him. Zinger. Just sent him a nice thruple picture of our favorite Marvel threesome. Look how happy Cyclops and Wolverine look. I, there. No. And Jean Grey's just looking on. You know, she just looks happy. Wolverine's got a six pack, a couple beers down. They look just so happy. Yeah. Cyclops looks to be tickling Wolverine's tummy. Oh, my God. Just Why are you this way? Just tickling them. Why are you this way? <laughs> Why are you the way that you are? <laughs> Fucking hell. Uh, <laughs> you monster. Um, uh, yeah. So, yeah, very excited for Doctor Strange. I don't even want to continue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other thing is with Guardians 3. Love Guardians 1. Love Guardians 2. Even though I fell asleep during Guardians 2. You did? Yeah. I think I told you that story. I was sleep deprived. Yeah. Woke up. The lights, house lights were on. The polite usher poked me with his broomstick. Said, "Sir, you gotta go home." <laughs> Damn it! In the middle of the movie? No, it was at the oh, end. Oh, at the end? They had cleaned the theater already. That's how fucking tired I was. <laughs> Holy shit! I had passed out while watching. The last thing I remember is Sylvester Stallone telling Michael Roker that he's. Fucking, he'll never wear those colors That's again. That's like the first 20 minutes. Oh, yep. Oh. Out cold after that. Damn. Yeah. I went back and saw it again in theaters. Well, that's good. Yeah, because it's a great movie. Yeah. But uh, regardless, volume three, um, James Gunn has been heavily hinting that some of the uh, cast that he used in The Suicide Squad, not to be confused with Suicide Squad, <laughs> uh, maybe have roles in Guardians Volume 3, which has led many to speculate a possible John Cena as Adam Warlock, which I would be game for. Please. Yeah. Um, Looks like the, the girl who played Aisha. Yeah. Uh, the gold yeah. woman is yep. coming back, Elizabeth Debicki. Yep. Um, so that's a good sign towards that. I mean, they're not gonna. I, they've whiffed on a couple post credit scenes, but I don't think they're gonna whiff on that one. No, I mean they kind of have to. That was like the big building block. Everybody was um, expecting it. Yep. And as exactly. soon as you've seen that race of people, yeah, the goldlings. And I mean, she straight up says, you know, he shall be known as Adam. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah, so, right there. You gotta have um it. that that that's pretty cool. And then um, a so lot is of people he gonna be the big bad. I don't know, because he's a hero. He is, but I can see him... He could be reimagined. I, I could see him starting off as, like, I mean, a hero to his people, I'm sure, at first. Like, a like very raw, like Vision yeah. was kind of at yep. first. Yep. Before the Avengers got their hands on him, he, he was on the side of good. I could see it kind of going that road. That, that's the thing that I love about, like, Volume 3. It's like, you got Gamora. 
You got yeah, she's not with the main crew. Adam Warlock. You got possibly Drax with his. Uh, people are speculating maybe they'll bring Moon Dragon in, which is Drax's daughter in the comics. Yes, yeah. um, she's not actually dead. She's been out there doing her thing. Um, so it could be you know there's a lot, and then the, they're supposedly doing um, Rocket's uh, origin, almost like Wolverine in this movie. Yeah, almost really? like Wolverine a la X Men Two. Like going back to Rikers Island, like Rockets Rikers Island, seeing where he, how he was created, how he is I the way that he is. That. Um, so there's that aspect of it too. So there's a lot that seems to be going on in this movie, which I'm excited for. No, they need to go go out with a bank. So like I said, I felt like after Infinity War, the Guardians, the whole Guardians property just lost a ton of steam. And I know there's I... a lot. They, 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 I feel like they did. And there was a lot, granted, there was a lot going on. Well, you know, James Gunn like, got canned, and then yeah. they didn't think they were going to get number yep. three out. Yep. You know, it's five years a in lot, between. A lot and, of the stuff is self-imposed halting of the property. Like right. Disney has only themselves to blame in their... Oh, for sure. You know, for virtue signaling and trying to, like, fucking appeal to the... Whoever the fuck they're trying to appeal to. I don't even fucking know anymore. But regardless, like... <laughs> the mob. Who knows? But um, I'm just happy that James Gunn's back, that he's going to be doing three. So I would rather wait a few more years and get it done right than have it rushed and have it done by somebody else. Because James Gunn is this franchise. He he knows how to handle these characters. And his movies are very um, stylized. They're very him. Yeah. So if you brought in another director to, to do three, it, up. it wouldn't it wouldn't gel with the other ones. You could I, I don't care. You could get the most talented person, but it wouldn't gel. The only person I could see filling in for that role would be Taika Waititi, and that's about it. That's and even still, even that's, him, that, he's got a different he's got a different comedy styling. Um, I feel as James Gunn, like James Gunn does a great job of balancing the. The comedy with the heavy, dramatic character arcs, you know? Right. Um, and I don't feel like... I mean, I've seen Watiti do it with, like, um, that the last movie he did. Uh, it's escaping me at this point, but the the World War II uh, movie. Um, oh, God. I know what you're talking about. Jojo Rabbit. Yes. Uh, that was a beautiful film. Um, so he can do it, but I haven't seen it in the Marvel Universe because he's only done one movie. You know, like even James Gunn, like the first Guardians was not as heavy dramatically as Guardians 2. No, not So even perhaps, you know, Thor Love and Thunder will be more dramatic than Ragnarok. Right. Very well could. It probably will be. Um, but uh, I'm just happy that we're getting that. Um, but I feel like, like you said, the the Guardians took a backseat in Avengers, and I feel like that was intentional. Like, it was an Avengers movie with the Guardians there. You know what I mean? Like, they were supporting characters. Like, the focus was on the Avengers. The main six, yeah. right. Well, not even six. the main the six. Even, six but... even, like, Infinity War, it was, like, the coming together of all these characters. And right. I feel like even in Infinity War, there was maybe, like, one or two characters that really shined in Infinity War. Like, even Cap took, like, a huge backseat. 
in Infinity War. Oh, the, they had a Thor and several others. Yeah. Thor, Vision, Scarlet Witch, all those. Yeah. No, I, I, I certainly agree with that. That's why I think that the holiday special is that like they're doing the holiday special to kind of yeah. warm people up. Yeah, again. to get people reacclimated with this property and these characters. Yeah. I feel. I feel. Which, yeah, that's definitely true. I'm here for. It, yeah. So. Yeah. Um. So there's that. We got some cool. Oh, you got anything else before we go to the toys? Um, trying to think. Uh, not that I can recall. Okay. Um, yeah. All right. We can hop into some toy stuff. La- I, that's another reason I'm so pumped. So last week after we recorded, um, NECA, fucking awesome. They put the turtle cartoon Chrome Dome. Now that sounds sexual, but it's not sexual at all, folks. <laughs> Although I was fully erect during the entire ordering process, but they put that up for pre-order. I signed, sealed, delivered. I got my Chrome Dome coming. Um, who knows when? But I got it. It's awesome. Um, and the shelves are full right now of like Mondo Gecko and Muckman. So if you're a, a, a fan of these turtles that are teenagers. And they've been mutated, and then they studied the skill of ninjutsu. If you love them as much as I do, the toys are out there. Go get them. Um, so that was awesome last week. That, that I was ecstatic that they put that up for pre-order, and I was able to get it with ease. That was great. That's good. Yes. Because usually there's, we, there's you know, usually, we discuss there's, there's their been, issues. They feel, I feel like the whole turtle neck line, it's either there's not as much interest because they're really diving into, like, C and D characters, like the, they're kind of scraping. It's not the mainstream thing that people would know. Um, or they're finally like producing enough product. Right. Either way. Yeah. I'm happy either way. I just hope the line doesn't go to fucking discount and then death. And then death. Yes. And then target. So <laughs> So that's great. Um besides that, uh th- Hasbro released some Spider-Man toys. I am so these toys are awesome. I will never Do you buy have them. any of these? Do you have any of them? No, I, See, no. I, I will never ever be able to afford toys again. Well, uh, the, yeah, <laughs> I, I've been. I, I think you and I have discussed. Like, I've 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 honed in because toys are going up. I mean, they're, I they the were art, twenty like the art style on these packages, but oh, it's beautiful. Like it's, they, they this were is my twenty favorite art style, like Spider Man art style, of the nineties. The toys are going up to like twenty five to thirty dollars a piece. Which I mean, you got to be selective with these now. I'm sorry, you just have to. Yeah. But the Spider Man, they've done the retro series. They've done this with uh, the Secret Wars. Remember the Secret Wars yeah, they toys? Released them. Yeah. They've, do- they've done that with some of the like the Avenging, like the Iron Mans, the Caps, the Falcons, the Kangs, uh, your Black Panthers, your Black Widows. They've done that style, like the early '90s. Uh, they've done it with X Men characters, where they've uh, the t- the old Toy Biz X Men line. Yeah. They've done that with these with yep. the with the, the X Men, and then they did it with Spider Man and uh, Spider Man. They released Spider Man, um, Daredevil, like '90s Daredevil. With the armor. Yes. Uh, they've done Green Goblin. They've done um, Electro. Yep. Uh, Kingpin, which was, yes. uh, that was an exclusive. That was a bigger packaging. Uh, their Venom's on the way. Carnage is on the way. Um, they did Black Cat. They did J. Jonah Jameson, which was a ex- uh, comic shop exclusive. So they've done some, some really cool characters. Now they've released... Uh, not like one or two, but a full wave where we're going to get symbiote suits, Spider-Man. Um, we're going to get Ben Riley, 
Spider-Man. We're gonna get armored Spider-Man. Yeah, Spider Man. That's like MK1. straight up, straight up nineties fucking galore. That's from the. I mean, I, I remember that from the video game. Yeah, uh, the, that's a cool. He's a black suit, but the spider. It's the, like the silver, silver spider. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, okay. that hobgoblin. Yep, which looks head. great. Hammerhead, which is like that's a deep cut, but it's awesome because he was a big part in that show. There was never really any toys for Hammerhead. He was, no, it, even I'm, recently they released a chameleon figure in a suit. And then you got like a the hammerhead. Ultimate. You got a hammerhead head, but like hammerhead was kind of a beefy dude. So it looks like they repurposed the Happy Hogan suit ah. and pinstriped it. So it looks good. Like he looks, he looks good. Um, and, and then yeah, a shocker, which was huge in the Spider-Man show. That's where I mean his popularity was there. They did obviously have him in the in the new Spider-Man movie Homecoming, the newer Spider-Man movie yeah, Homecoming. Yeah. But it, I mean, this was. Prime shocker. Yeah. I like the the little attachment to the little see through yellow yep. like yep. vibration effect. I think it, it. I mean, it looks really cool. But they've the never they've is, never is... made a shocker that looks like that '90s aesthetic before. Yeah. So that's huge for any Spider-Man fan. Um. The and, and there are rumors that they're doing a big fig, kind of like the Kingpin. Like the Kingpin came on the card, like the the packaging, but he was a bigger figure. Right. And he was a bigger packaging. So a lot of speculation is Rhino. Which would okay. be, uh, that's another heavy hitter from that show. I'm here for that. Um, and if these keep selling well, I mean, uh, the only, I mean, we still need a Doc Ock. We still need yeah, a Lizard. I, I remember the, the old Doc Ock. We still need a Scorpion. Scorpion was yeah. huge in that show. He was awesome. And then I would think we need a Morbius. Because I don't know about you, but every fucking time I turned on that show, it was always a goddamn Morbius, Morbius and Blaine episode. Yeah, it was. Morbius it, and Blade. Yep. Yeah. It was always that episode. Um, Madam Web? Do we get a Madam Web? Oh, I hope we get a Madam Web. She was a Hydro pretty... Man. Oh yeah, he was. Yeah, he was that big. Was a big time in the nineties. Yeah, I loved Hydro Man. Yeah, he was a dummy. But Sandman. Cool. We still haven't gotten a Sandman yet. No, there's a lot of room. For yeah, there, there, there's a lot of room for growth with this, but it's cool because they come on the uh, animated Spider-Man nineties cartoon they toy today. Yeah, I didn't realize yeah, that. They, they look oh no, awesome. the pre-order pre-order, pre-order started. Yeah, today at time of recording nine fourteen. Yep. at uh, one Hasbro here. shop. Yeah, they went on. They went live on uh, Hasbro Pulse earlier today. I want to say it was one o'clock for Pulse members, two o'clock for non-Pulse members, where you could pre-order them. I must see if there's any left. Uh, what else we got for toy news? Uh, heavy speculation with the Lego news that um, we are getting a Ultimate Collector Series Land Speeder, Luke's Land Speeder, uh, coming out later this year, and then I was elated. Every year we get three um, collectible minifigure series. So um, all, they're all sold out. Oh, not, I would, not all yeah, of them. I would imagine Symbiote Spider Man is actually no Symbiote Spider Man is the only one that's sold out. That's probably the only. Wow. The only one I would definitely buy. The symbiote, yeah, yeah. I love all. I the think symbiotes. that's an exclusive too. Mm. So, but toys are pretty sweet. Twenty two ninety nine. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're slowly creeping up to twenty five. They're getting there. Just really trying. Sorry to cut you out. Oh, no worries. But uh, so every year we get three collectible minifigure series. Uh, Lego just released the one for Marvel. Yes. Which is the first time they've done a Marvel license. But they've been doing at least one or two licenses per year. They did Harry Potter, uh, two series of Harry Potter, two series of Disney. They've done uh, the Looney Tunes one came out earlier this year. Um, We've gotten um, Batman. Batman Lego movie. We've gotten The Simpsons, two series of The Simpsons. Yes. Uh, we've gotten DC. 
So we've gotten some licenses. Heavy speculation. Now, I'm a huge fan of the Rainbow Connection. The lovers, the dreamers, and me. And it looks like we're finally, heavy, heavy speculation, but we're finally possibly getting a Muppets Lego minifigure series next year. I hope to God they bump it back up to 16 and it's not just 12 because <laughs> there are so many great characters that I need in Lego form. And from my experience with the Muppet license is it doesn't have a lot of legs underneath it. What do you mean by that? It seems when they make Muppet merchandise, it doesn't sell that well. Because yeah, the demographic... They, it's it's not a property that's been reintroduced to younger generations. No, they've tried. They've tried, and it, it it misses because it doesn't have the brainchild of Jim Henson. It doesn't have the soul that carried it originally. Correct. Uh, and his children and his uh, his heirs, they don't want anything to do with the, the Muppets anymore. Which is they don't want to touch it because they feel it's sacred. To their father, like Brian oh, Henson. Brian yeah. Henson directed the uh, Muppet Christmas Carol, was that, which I feel was like the last pure Muppets movie slash show. Right, like it felt like the Muppets. Everything else felt like money um, grabs. They've uh, uh, more recently the the gentleman who took over the role of Kermit the Frog from Jim Henson. He they've Disney has they don't want him anymore. They don't want him on set. They don't want him to voice Kermit anymore. What are you and doing? when when you listen uh, when you listen to the Muppets now, that uh, was that like web show that they put on Disney Plus yeah. last year. Kermit sounds vastly different. He doesn't sound like Kermit anymore hmm. because they have a new voice actor, and yeah, they don't want the the old the the old Kermit to voice him anymore. The other thing is they don't want Frank Oz around anymore, either. Come on, he's do he's gotta be what, ninety years old? He's still got some life in him. But they don't even want like he realizes <laughs> Why do he they can't not want to they, they re, he realizes he can't puppeteer anymore, but they don't even want his input. Like he is Miss Piggy. That's fucked up. He is Fozzie Bear. Like so I still enjoy the newer Muppet stuff, but it doesn't have the same essence as the older Muppet stuff. Um but I I digress. Oh, I'm Steve just happy Whit- Steve Whitmar. Yeah. Yeah, he is no longer Kermit. He was handpicked by Jim Henson. Yes. They still had the balls to fire him? Yep. Oh, fuck them. Yep. I hate Disney. I love and hate them at the same time. <laughs> but, yeah, like... He got fired for caring too much about the Muppets. That's what he said. Well, yeah, like, he they, they wanted him to do... They, want, they, they wanted him to play ball, and he wouldn't play ball. He's like, this is what Kermit is. I am, you know, regardless... But I'm just happy we're getting Muppet merchandise. Any Muppet merchandise, I will gladly purchase sight unseen. Yeah. Because I just love the Muppets. So, stoked. And I hope that goes through. There's been numerous um, applications of Muppet Lego sets on the Lego Ideas. None of them have really passed at all. So I just hope we get some kind of Muppet merchandise. Some in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. too. Yeah. Right. So. No, no doubt about it. That's uh, that's pretty neat. So I hope so. I hope so. There's a deep love for Muppets out there. I know this new generation doesn't appreciate the way that, you know, mine or your generation does. But um, which I can't blame them. You know, it's a different world. It's a much different world. Yeah. You know, that was that was high end television back yeah. in the day. Yeah. You know, uh, it's 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 sad that it hasn't been able to kind of catch fire. It's been a lot of you know started and stopped projects. You know, yeah. for adult like late night shows and and all that stuff, and it just hasn't really hit. So, um, so all right. Anything else? 
Oh, that's that's really all I got. Um, yeah, that's about it. All right, so I guess it's time to read some comic books, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I went for a, another West Coast Adventures book. Uh, it just like it just now. The, who the, are the who? Who's on the lineup of these? All right, so in. The... Oh shit! What was that? Got from there. Well, Will, um, that was my bookcase. Too many books, Egghead. You're learned. You read too much. That bookshelf. There was a bookshelf, folks, and it fell. It collapsed under its own weight of all these books. Too many books. I'm so sad right now. I mean, you can't break a book, right? I mean, you can crack the spine of the book. Those books are just as good as they were before it it fell. It made me look so smart. And now I got to put those books somewhere else. Well, that's okay. You get a new bookshelf. Have your duty one. It's not made out of particle board. Maybe you get Particle Man to come. Particle Man. Particle Man does whatever Particle Man can. <laughs> particle Man. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's read some books. Let's read some books. Not those books. No. They're not. all they're all disheveled. We're not reading those books. That's why I like comic books. They don't weigh that much, folks. They don't Oof. weigh that much. You can't break a bookshelf with comic books. We start reading like real books. No, I'm not reading War and Peace. I tried once. We got to read doing the full, full book per no, episode. No, no, <laughs> All right, I was trying. I was Seven, trying, to, trying to shake things. Seventeen up. hours later, <laughs> this book sucked. Yeah, trying to shake things. Uh, up. You, I can't tell you how many short stories I'd be reading. Just reading chapters. Um, yeah, so I picked another West Coast Avenger book. It yeah, is, who's in that team before that bookshelf fell? Just hear something like just like yeah. drops out yeah. there. I was like, oh, who's it? Or the pod cave just falls through. Who's in this West Coast <laughs> Avenger? All right, so the little of? corner thing has Hawkeye, um, Iron Man, Wonder Man, Moon Knight, and there's a couple really? other people that I'm not familiar with. Maybe Miss Marvel. Okay. Uh, nice. It could be, it's probably Scarlet Witch. But I know, like, Vision, there's a big crew here. So, all right. So it kicks off where Scarlet and Scarlet Witch and Vision are looking at Wonder Man, Simon. Uh, read books to Wanda's children. Read a book to Wanda's children. They're, there you go. Interesting looking fellas. Um, he bores them to sleep. He starts reading about the, uh, let's see, the blind man and the ele- elephant. And he just, he wrote, and he puts him right, yeah, he puts him right to sleep and, and vision and, and wind up carrying to bed. Um, and then, you know, just like normal superhero stuff, Wonder Man just gets in his Quinjet and flies away. <laughs> but while he's flying away, he gets attacked by these like little spider alien robot things. All right. While he's flying and uh, he's, he's trying to fight back, he's trying to fight back and there's hundreds of them, and it's no good. So uh, the West Coast Avengers compound gets a notification that uh, you know, some transmission. Hawkeye, yeah, Hawkeye, Iron Man, Moon Knight. Looks like, is it Hank Pym? Yeah, I think it's Hank Pym. Nice. Um, Tigress. Oh, yeah. Tigress. Yeah, yeah. yeah I forgot They're about all her. getting on their Quinjet. They're going to go find, try and save him, but... Um, Wonder Man's in space. He's tied up by this, like, these like magnetic things where he's all like defenseless. Um, this alien's kind of chatting with him, discussing about the Avengers and all this stuff. And uh, they let him free, and he gets attacked by the the main villain of this book, the Examiner. That's his name. 
How many prostate am, exams does he do? I am the examiner. Well, he has this long, tubey, like, uh, tentacle thing. Yeah, I'm that's sure. to get up there to see if he yeah. had any polyps. Yeah, so I, I think he's, I think he's, <laughs> he does a lot of them, probably. Um, <laughs> it's a thankless job. Somebody's got to do it. It certainly is. One in a million shot, Doc. One in a million. What a name. What a name for a villain. That's, man, I want. I, Scraping the bottom of the barrel there. I hope there's a, uh, the Examiner Marvel. Because of oh, I hope so. Time. Yeah. Um, so anyways, yeah, this Examiner actually has a face that kind of looks like Ultron a little bit, but I don't think there's any connection. He's beaten up uh, Wonder Man, and Wonder Man starts to fight back, but um, the Examiner actually has like Taskmaster-like abilities where it can kind of read it on the fly okay. and evolve. Uh, to it, so the Avengers actually fly out to you know to to this space area and start helping them fight. And and yeah, it's really cool. They're they're doing these attacks, and you can see uh, the Examiner just kind of like it's oh feeding new data, you know, it, it, taking in all the information from um from from all that. And it's just a big back and forth battle. Like they they every time they they think they got the examiner, he just like he heals in a way. He's got like a re like a healing ability. All right. Um. He's a he's a metal like machine. Like okay. It's 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 very peculiar. So, uh, Hawkeye throws you know shoots some three arrows at it. You know, which is really cool. He, he makes him stagger back. So that's why he deserves his own movie. And <laughs> uh, and yeah, eventually, like I said, it's just a it's a very action heavy book. Uh, but eventually. At the very end, and obviously this is, is something to it. The examiner recon like it, it by taking in all these blow. Okay, so I guess it, he's not personally like the taskmaster, but it helped create a taskmaster like thing. So, um, so it actually created a a, a monster, a, a robot with that looks. It says Iron Man and Hawkeye's he- Hawkeye's head. Okay, all right. Um, you can just tell that Wonder Man's is like it chest. super adaptoid. It kind of looks like it because yeah. like super adaptoid is a, yeah like he's a robot, but like he kind of yeah. like adapts his body to mimic the Avengers a lot of times when they fight right. him. This looks like a creation. Like the Examiner was kind of just okay. taking in the data, and then this would filter it to this and trying to find the perfect fighter and. That's how the uh I mean that's how the 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 book like they fly away scot free but hey this this alien race has this uh this thing that's almost like a super scroll nice. in a sense. Okay. It was definitely a knockoff super scroll. There's actually images of the super scroll at the beginning towards the beginning of the book when they captured them. So I think it was like a reference to uh to that. So Nice. That's the book. West cool. Coast Avengers cool. number 30 March 1987. <laughs> uh, here we go. Yes, I'm here to cut you off, Mr. Matthew, you see? Do you smell it? Do you smell the cleanliness without the porcupine, Jones, you see? I watched an incredible movie the other day, a motion picture on the Disney Plus. And it was so incredible, it was a journey. It was an incredible journey. Homeward Bound, it was called, you see. And there was there was a dog it was voiced by that young up spark, that Michael Michael J. Fox, you see. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And he had a run-in with a porcupine that was quite foul. Quills in his face he received. And Sassy, Sassy the kitty cat. 
she remarked, oh, did she have fun at his discomfort and his displeasure. But, you see, Shadow, the wise old retriever that was golden in color, he gave some words of wisdom. And that porcupine was quite foul, quite foul like the one porcupine Jones that once in a while resides in this very vessel of podcasting presence. <gasps> you see, that porcupine was so foul it reminded me of the foul odors that emit from that awful porcupine of Jones. But Chansey, the, the upspark, that mutt, that beautiful mutt of ours... He was able to get those porcupine quills out of his face, and he finished that incredible journey. Do you know where he got? Homeward bound he got. (laughs) You see. Oh, brought a tear to my eye. But you cannot trust porcupines, you see. You can trust sassy old cats, yes. Sally Fields is a very trustworthy lady. When she voices a kitty cat, it brings that kitty cat to life, yes. (laughs) You see. Sassy. Oh, oh, I wish I had a cat that was sassy like that one. Whew. But you see, I also have a comic to read oh, today. Oh, good. Yes. Good. Mm, yes. What do you got? What do you? Oh, the well runs overfloweth with the bountiful pleasures of one Gary Larson. From the far, far side, you see. I know I go to this gentleman quite often, but he tickles my fancy something fierce, you see. Fierce like Chance, that dog, when he got stuck with those awful porcupine quills in that homeward bound. The incredible journey, you see. Everything comes full circle. I hear there's a sequel, you know. Oh. And they're lost in that city uh, San Francisco. Those 49ers are out there digging, mining for gold. And this cat and these two puppy dogs get lost there, I've seen. Perhaps they could have some rice-a-roni. That is the San Francisco treat, I've been told. Hmm, yes. But you see, I shall paint a picture for you, my friend. And for you, Mr. Schmitty. There are two windows on a brick-brick wall. With a bountiful amount of stairs leading to a single entrance, you see. Handrails on either side. Handrails to the left of him. Handrails to the right of him. And it says, this apparently is a school for gifted children. Midvale, it says. School for gifted children. This child does not look gifted, you see. He looks quite dim of wit. He has a textbook under his right arm. He's quite paunchy, you see. Quite rotund. The door stands in his way. He pushes. He pushes again. To no avail, the door shall not open. That is lettering on said door. It's a P. Followed. By a U, followed by two L's. The door says pull. <laughs> this poor sap is pushing, pushing, pushing till he cannot push any more, and the door she shall not open. <laughs> you see, he's of dim of wit. He is not a gifted child in the sense of smarts. He is a gifted child in the sense he is dim of wit. Dim of smarts, 
Perhaps his IQ is that of 76. Right on the cusp of slowness, you see. <laughs> Baron, that was beautiful. That was that, that was your I, best reading. I yet. could see the image in my head. You did a great job reading that, uh, Gary Larson. You brought that art to life, I will say. Yes. Mm. I'd like to see that offer porcupine Jones do something. As well and as artistic as what I have spun for you. Now, Mr. Schmitty, I believe you have a book of comic to read to the dear listeners. Do tell, do tell. Well, thank you, Baron. Yes, I do. Uh, in fact, I am going to uh, continue on with the death of Superman. This is Doomsday Justice League of America, issue number 69. And that's not a joke. That's literally the issue number. Uh, last we left, <laughs> Doomsday had uh, broken out, and he had caused quite a quite a riffraff, quite a a curmudgeon on the highway. You know, destroying cars and that of nature. Uh, and we cut to a shot of Maxima and Booster Gold saving two gentlemen from the fiery inferno of the highway that was destroyed by Doomsday. And Maxima says, quickly, Booster, these men need medical attention. And Booster says, I'm doing my best to get these gentlemen out of the inferno. I'm using my force field to the best of my abilities. So they're saving these unconscious workers. And then we cut to a nice panel shot of Guy Gardner. And he says, uh, I'll have this little campfire snuffed out sooner than you can say weenie roast. Guy Gardner, former Green Lantern, he seems to have, like, a yellow power ring, though. So I don't know if he's got, like, a, a Sinestro corpse ring, but he's definitely not a Green Lantern anymore. Uh, and then we see um, we see not only Maxima and Booster Gold, but we also see the Blue Beetle. We see Ice, and we see um, Blood... Uh, what the heck is this guy's name? Blood... Where is his name? Where is his name? He's like a, a necromancer. Um, so there's also a police officer there, and he's 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 thankful that the Justice League is there, and he says... Is his name know, Bloodwind? Yes, Bloodwind. Thank you. With a Y. Yes, with a Y. That's how you know he's badass. <laughs> and uh, he's thanking the Justice League for being there, and he says, you know, we heard that Monster did this this nonsense, and if you guys could take him out too, we'd really appreciate it. And then we see uh, we see Fire. Fire is there as well. And she kind of looks, she's got green hair and a green outfit, but her name's Fire. Eh, whatever. It's DC. What you gonna do? And then uh, Booster Goalie says, well, I have my wrist communicator tuned into the police band. Dispatch says ambulances will be here within two minutes. Bloodwind says, we must find the beast. And then Booster Goldie says, I agree, Bloodwind, but everybody into the bug and we'll be on our way. And then Fire says, well, gosh, it's too bad we have to, uh, all this emergency stuff and all these people and lives to save. Because I really wanted to see today's episode of the Cat Grant show. Apparently that's a talk show for everybody. So Cat Grant, she's, she's on a talk show, and we cut to that. She's in front of a you know, camera crew, live audience, kind of looks like the Tonight Show. I'm going to give this woman a real annoying voice because she seems like she'd be uppity. Well, we're coming to you live. Roosevelt High with an incredible show. 
is perhaps the most celebrated man of our time. Yeah, he's been called a man of tomorrow. He's been called the last son of Krypton and the man of steel. He's he's most appropriately known as Superman. And then we see Superman like bust through a curtain, like it's totally beneath him. But the, the crowd's happy; they're excited. Then we see Blue Beetle's bug, and it literally it's like a flying bug. It's like I don't even know how this thing works. Physics are beyond me. It looks <laughs> like a giant bug that just flies through the sky, but it doesn't have wings. It's got six legs. It doesn't look like it hops. It just like kind of flies through the air. There's no jet propulsion. There's no. That's the sound the bug makes. Is it's flying through the sky, folks? <laughs> makes the strangest noises. It's crazy. So they're in this bug. We got Blue Beetle. We got Bloodwind with a Y. We got Guy Gardner. We got Booster Gold. We got Maxima. We got Fire. We got Ice. They're flying through the air with this bug. And we get a little dissension in the ranks. Apparently, nobody really knows that much about Bloodwind. And Blue Beetle knows this. He she looks goes, cool. He's but, like, Bloodwind, yeah. we don't know what he's all about. Oh, boy. Oh, man. I hope that I can kind of figure out uh, about this Bloodwind. So then we see the bug, and it's flying through the air. And we see this massive destruction and devastation going right up through the woods. And they go, that's where our monster must be. Let's go find him where he is. And then Guy Gardner says, let's just find this fucker and kick some butt. And it's totally meant to be fucker because the S looks like an F. And they, that's uh, some tomfoolery that the artists did there. Then we cut back to the Grant show. Why can't thank you enough for joining us here, Superman? Interviews are truly rare with you. And Superman's like, yeah, I've always felt that I need to make myself accessible to the public because they need to trust me. And if they don't trust me, then I don't have any power. Then we cut back to Blue Beetle and Bloodwind. And Bloodwind's like, I'm going to use my telepathic abilities to find this monster and communicate with it. And then Maximus says, yeah, I'll do it too. And then Blue Beetle's like, damn it. I wish Bloodwind might just do it on his own so I could figure out his power scale. I didn't hope Maxima wouldn't do it on her own. And Maximus, she says, I found the creature. He's just hate. He's death and blood and lust personified. He's nothing more than that. Then we cut back to the Grant show. And she's like, oh, I agree with you. Some people say that Booster Gold's a piece of shit. And you (laughs) fought him the other day. Why'd you fight the piece of shit Booster Gold? And you fought Guy Gardner. He's a bigger piece of shit. Why'd you fight him, Superman? (laughs) And Superman's like, yeah, well, we, uh, you know, I work with the Justice League, and sometimes we don't see eye to eye, but we, uh, we still work together to fight for the human race. Then we see Doomsday, and he's walking through the forest, and he just punches through a big redwood tree, and he sees this deer again, and he just chokes it for just pleasure. He just chokes it and kills it because he wants to. And then he sees the blue beetle's bug flying through the air, and he looks at it, And he picks up a log and he just hurls it right at the beetle. And then all of a sudden, Blue Beetle says, oh, no, we have something incoming. And this big piece of wood just flies right through this beetle. It's like this giant, you know, flying mechanism. You think it would have a force field or something. But no, a log destroys this thing. Just breaks it. All the members of the Justice Society and the Justice League are falling. And they're like, oh, the flyers grab the people that can't fly. And then... Ice says, yeah, grab me. 
And then Guy Gardner does, and this is where we get a little back, you know, a little, little, little foreground where he grabs us. He's like, "You're a hot dame, babe. I want to have sex with you." What a what a Superman got that I don't. She says, "He's got class, you piece of shit." So then Blue Beetle and Booster Gold they catch each other. Maxima she uses her force force kinetic powers to to help the other members of the Justice League that can't fly. Bloodwind he does the same, and then we uh we cut back to Doomsday, and he. He takes a beer truck and he destroys the beer truck. What a garbage man. So then Superman, he's still pleading That's a his... party foul. Yeah, yeah. He just destroys an entire beer truck for no reason, just because it was there. So then Superman's kind of, you know, pleading his case to the public on this talk show about how, you know, yes, he and Guy Gardner don't see eye to eye, but they can settle their differences for the greater good. And then we see a shot of the Justice League, and they're, they've, they've, they've seen Doomsday, and Guy Gardner, he sees Doomsday, and he's going to take him out. He's like, oh, I'm going to kick the shit out of this piece of garbage. So guess what Doomsday does? He crushes him with just a sink, like, just effortless. Just takes his face and slams it into the concrete, picks him up by the face, and Guy Gardner's just, done and he's like that thing is freaking powerful i never even had a chance to fight back and fire she comes in with her fire abilities and she's trying to burn him to no avail he just walks through the green flames with like it's not a problem bloodwind he's trying to to like link telekinetically with this being to try to calm it down or 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 stop it in his tracks but doomsday just punches him in the face and he flies into a lex oil stillery because, you know, you keep oil in a stillery so that when something crashes into it, there's a huge fucking explosion. Because <laughs> that makes sense in the 90s. Well, yeah. So then we see uh, we see that as Superman's on this talk show, the news is coming through that the Justice League has encountered this monster and they're getting their fucking asses kicked. So Superman's like, I have to go and I have to help them. And we see uh, we see Fire still trying to stop Doomsday with her abilities. We see Maxima and, and Blue Beetle trying to stop him. We see Booster Gold. They're all trying to stop him. And Doomsday, he just grabs Fire, throws her off to the side like she's nothing. Then Blue Beetle, he, he com- comes up on top of him to try to stop him. And Blue Beetle's kind of like a Batman character. He doesn't really have superpowers. He's just smart and rich, and he knows how to use technology. So Doomsday literally just just beats the shit out of him to the point where he's got blood just pouring out of his eyes and his nose and his mouth. Just one punch, and he just destroys Blue Beetle. Um, and just he just throws him off to the side. And then Ice is there, and she's like, oh my gosh, he he's so still, I think he's dead. And then Booster Gold, he just does normal, like, like Padme just died. No! <laughs> And Booster Gold's fucking pissed. So he rushes in there to try to stop Doomsday. And he's using all his tech savvy. And he's like, oh, no, Doomsday's going to punch him in the face. So at the last second, he's like, I have to put my force fields up. Because if I don't, my face is mush. So he puts him up at the last second. But Doomsday still punches him. And he, when he punches him, he, like, flies out into orbit. Just, like, way far away. And he realizes to himself, and like, he goes, if I am suffering this amount of force... Even with my force fields up, I can't imagine what he did to Blue Beetle. And as he's flying through the sky, out of control, all of a sudden, someone grabs him by the collar. And he says, well, you, 
and it's Superman. And Superman grabs the, the Booster Gold by, by the cuff, and he says, I hear you people are having some trouble. And then Booster Gold says, trouble isn't a word, Superman. I'm telling you, it's like doomsday is here. Oh. Bum, bum, bum. Continue to the next step. Chapter. Because books have chapters. They do. Not episodes. That's true. So. Our show has episodes, though. They do. So, next episode, I shall continue this with Superman. Doomsday. Issue number 74. Very good. I actually just looked up Bloodwind. Yes. A little bit. So I think he's a really cool character. Yeah. He sounds like really cool. He um, looks awesome. He's like he, he's got like a white outfit. Yeah, yeah, it looks cool. He is on uh nobody likes him. Yeah. I looked it up. He said that there he's on the bottom of everybody's Justice League lists. Really? Uh, as one of some of the worst Justice League members of all time. And I don't even know if he's been used since nineteen ninety nine. Wow. Yeah, like I, he's not a character I'm too familiar with. But like, yeah, the Justice Society Justice League right now is like totally D listers. You have Blue Beetle, Booster Gold, Bloodwind. Yeah, it's no Wonder Woman, Martian Fire Man Ice. Hunter. Yeah. Yeah. And then you got fucking Guy Gardner and he's not even a lantern anymore. Yeah. He's just a fucking he's mop top having mushroom cut son of a bitch. And then Maxima is another character I'm not familiar with at all. I mean, she's got a cool outfit. She's got, like, a green one-piece with her midriff cut out. And then she's got, like, a yellow cape, and she's got yellow boots and, and green gloves. Yeah. And she's got red hair. She, lo- she looks kind of cool, but, like, I, I, she's a telekinetic, and she's got, like, yeah, weird powers. She kind of looks like Jean Grey, but in the DC universe, hmm. to be honest with you. Okay. So, same color scheme, same hairstyle. I'm kind of getting that from her. But, yeah, it's cool. All right. It's cool to revisit this, like I said, from so long ago. This was one of your ago. first books, right? Yeah, this was my first comic book that I ever got as a child. Yeah. No, so I'm loving it. It's cool it. To, to, to revisit with it's... more mature eyes, if my eyes Bad would be perception. classified as mature. <laughs> Who knows? I'd say so. But all right, everybody. That is a wrap on this week's episode of the panel discussion. We thank you so much, as always, for your support, for your listenership. Uh, couldn't do it without you. And go watch Homeward Bound. It, I mean, Baron spoke very highly of it. Yeah. it's Apparently, it's an incredible journey. It, it, it's what they like to tell you. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> I guess in closing... Do you think pod racing would be an incredible journey? Uh, it'd be dangerous. Dangerous, most dangerous sport out there. Oh, you think so? Probably. More so than NASCAR? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Probably. Those couplings, they don't they, and the they Tus- never match and up. And the Tuscan Raiders. Oh, yeah, they're always taking pot shots, those sons of bitches. Crazy. And that's why he killed the women and the children, too. Yeah, because they shot at his pod. It's fucked up. Now this is podcasting. Yes, it is. And watch out for those evil Tuscans, sons of bitches. <laughs>